Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Double, Double Trouble. Trouble. I'm your co-host, Liz. And I'm your other co-host, Natalia. And today, I'd say we have a very special guest. Yes, we do. We have my mom. <laughs> we have Miss Patty Mendes. Dash Garcia, I have to include that. Yes. Hi there, girls. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. So, um, let's, Thank you. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be on, on the podcast. Podcast. Yeah. So, thank you for having me. Oh, no, thank you, Mom. So, if you guys haven't read the title of this episode already, we're going to be talking about the wonderful world of IEPs. I'm sure they've read those titles, but I'm uh, sure yeah. there's bound to be people who don't know what an IEP is. Yeah, so, like, for those who don't know what an IEP is, it basically stands for an Individualized Education Program, mm-hmm. and Liz and I both happen to have them. Yes, we do. Well... Can you technically say that I still have an IEP because I'm no longer in high yeah. school? No, it it counts all the way. It counts all the way up to um It counts college. all your life. Yeah, your I know, but life. wouldn't it be more considered like at this point like a disabled student's program? Yeah. That's what it's considered at, yeah. at my college. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Either way, they work the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, <laughs> so yeah, so at least for me, since I'm still a senior, it's an IEP. For Liz, it's a disabled students program. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, IEPs are basically just um, accommodations. That's the best, that's the easiest. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's literally an individualized education, education program, program for a student. So, <laughs> I think we're going to, in this episode, or... <laughs> <laughs> you see, you guys, we filmed this before, but um, we ran into some complications, and so we decided to record it again. Yeah. So, um, in the first episode, we really talked about, like, our experiences with IEPs, mm-hmm. and then my mom commented a little bit on things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is that what we're going to do this time? Yeah, I think it's just the same thing. <clears throat> okay. Do you want to go first, or should I? <laughs> you. Okay, sounds good to me. (laughs) Okay, then I'll go first. So, my IEP started officially when I was in the seventh grade. So, you know how it takes, like, super long to get one? So, they started, you know... I hate that process. Yeah, it's annoying. So, for those who don't know, um, the whole process of an IEP, um, you have to get tested, multiple rounds of testing. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to meet with the psychologist at the school... Um, and then they finally have a meeting and there they decide whether you're, you are put in this program or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to go through all like these legal documents. Your parents have to go through all these legal documents and it's just, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So it's a long process. Yeah. Yeah. And we have my mom here because she, um, knows a lot about the IEP process because obviously going through it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very complicated process, and like um, sometimes it's even if the schools want to follow through with it. Yeah. So there's a lot of students who fall through the cracks. Yeah. Anyways, I started my IEP officially when I was in the seventh grade. You know, they they talked to me about it when I was in the sixth grade towards the end. So by the beginning of the seventh grade, I did officially start my IEP and at first they were just accommodations because 
my IEP doesn't entail, you know, that, like my academics. My, mm-hmm. my academics were always, they were okay. And the reason why I got the IEP was because my mental health issues started affecting my mm-hmm. academics. But I didn't need extra help like some students do. So, at first, it was just accommodations. And I, I, I say I got, like, the normal ones. I got, um, you know, being extended able to use... Mom. Yeah, extended time, being able to use my textbook during, like, tests and quizzes. And then I was able to go into another room if I needed it. And stuff like that. And uh, I, had, I had my IEP up until I graduated. And even now in college, I was able to turn it in and... Use I still use my accommodations in the disabled students program at my college, but now I know a lot more about my accommodations because back in like middle school, I they never really told me what they were. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. So I I I never went to like my IEP meetings because I was never told that you have that right. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know a lot of my accommodations. I didn't know a lot of the stuff that I could do, a lot of the help I could mm-hmm. receive. To me, it was just, okay, I have an IEP. I have to see a therapist. I can, I have that time away from, like, classes that are excused. That's all it was to me in middle school. And then in high school, after I was transferred out of a public school and placed into a school specifically for kids with IEPs. With more severe cases, <clears throat> right? Yeah, with a lot more severe cases. I learned a lot more about my IEP. And at that point, it wasn't really necessary to have accommodations because every kid in the school had an IEP. So everyone got like basically the same accommodations. So I was able to listen to music when I wanted to. I could go outside when I wanted to for a break. I just had like everything I needed. And so I was good. I was set for high school. And, um, you know, by the time I got, I graduated and I got into college, I turned in my transcript for my IEP mm-hmm. and now I still get all those accommodations. So if they're needed, they're, they yeah, will they're be there. there. They're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That was a shortened version of mine. You did it in all three minutes. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so mine is not going to be three minutes. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah, so, because it mainly because I have my mom here and I could give more details because mine is a pretty um, interesting case, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I've had my IEP for so long and then we've had a bunch of like trouble with it mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. So, um, I, so what happened with me is you, even still to today, I'm very hyper sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially about things I'm passionate about, and I lose focus a lot. Um, you've noticed that during the podcast, it's yeah. happened, but I try to cover it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why when we record the podcast, we usually have that ball with us mm-hmm. because it keeps me grounded in a way, and I'm still able to mostly remember where what we're doing and like in a way what we're talking about, and I lose my train of thought a lot <laughs> also. Um so it really, my mom started to notice when I was really little, um, I couldn't sit in my seat really. Mm-hmm. I would always want to get up every like five minutes. 
and um, she talked to my first grade teacher about it. And my teacher was like, oh, she's just a little kid. Like, let her be, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, she talked. Then I was in second grade. And the, still, it was all happening. And my mom talked to my teacher then. And my teacher actually agreed with my mom. Right, Mama? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen up. You're, like, sounding a little stiff. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just no. like like you're having a normal conversation okay. with us, you know? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, just talk to us normally. Yeah, oh, right. It's not Girl. like an interview. Oh, oh my god. god! Oh no! <laughs> Look at the sound bites. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> and so, um, my mom talked to my second grade teacher, and the teacher was like, "Yeah, we gotta get her tested." So I started the testing in third grade or second grade. Uh, the end of second grade. Is when you started the testing, and then um, in third grade, they did more testing for you. Yeah. And towards the middle of your third grade year yeah. is when... I was finally put. Finally, um, your accommodations uh, were in place. Yeah. For you. Mm-hmm. So, like like she said, um, I really started the testing at the end of second grade, and then into the middle of third grade. Is when I finally got my IEP. So it's like a long time, you know? Yeah. It's a long process. It's a long process. (laughs) Like, I hate that process. But, um, so yeah. And then during third grade, I would be taken out of the classroom. Um, I would do like little workbooks. Mm -hmm. I'd have like one-on-one. Because that's what I needed sometimes. Um, Because like I said, I was, I had a really hard time like reading and writing. When I was little, um, and my parents got me tutors to help me, because at that because at that point it was either we get tutors or I stay behind. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful to you guys. I tell you guys all the time, but really I am. I um I wouldn't be able to read how and speak how I am. People tell me that like, at least when I need to be, I can be very like um professional. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, um, oh, how are you like this? And I'm like, well, really, it's because um, I was fortunate enough to have tutors. And um, and my parents always told me, like, the way you act is the way people will treat you. Yeah. As a matter of fact, just today, we won't mention any names, but someone that we talked to said the same exact thing. Yeah, they were like, we, I wish I spoke like you did when I was 17. <laughs> oh, my God. Um and, um, so yeah, so like, that's how I got put into, um, the IEP program. And I had it this whole time, but where I talk about my difficulties. So when I started at the school I am at now, I started in seventh grade for like almost half of first semester. Mm-hmm. They didn't know I have an, I had an IEP. I, like, that's what I mean by fell through the cracks. Oh. They Not only did they not know, but they put me in all honors classes in seventh grade. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, but the reason for that is because you had such good grades in sixth grade. So they saw... But no, and yeah. so when you went into seventh grade at your... At the school I go n- to new now. New school, they failed to see that you had an IEP. They just looked at the grades... Yeah. And because you had really good grades, they put you in yeah. honor roll classes. I mean, I get it, but <laughs> they should have checked. 
Yeah. You know? Yes. Um, that's very common, though, for them to yeah. just look at the grades and be like, oh, they're fine. They don't need help. Yeah. Because, like, when you think IEP, you think they're having trouble, like, academically. Yeah. Like, that's their whole issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, for me, um, it was a really hard time. Like, um, mind you, I was already not in a good headspace. And then the workload that they were putting me under, it was even worse. Yeah. And, like, things just kept on happening um, one after the other. And I was not okay, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I... And then when they finally did realize, they... um, They realized that they really messed up. And um, my mom got a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And we sued the district. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um, so then things were squared away for a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like, my academics were a little bit troubled, but, um, it wasn't anything I couldn't handle, you know? And then freshman year, I was good to go, you know? Mm-hmm. I was doing really good. And then my IEP meeting came around. And, um, this is the thing. I've always been in all of my meetings. Um... Since, like, sixth grade. Yes. Like, the first three years, my mom kept me out of them. But then, like, um, once I started to get older, my mom wanted me in there. She always told them, I want her in here, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, in there, they can say anything they want to her. But mm-hmm. if I'm there, they realize that they can't. Yeah. I. That's why I started going to my, my meetings mm-hmm. once I knew I could go. Because I was like, I don't want them talking about me behind my back. Yeah, that's how I saw it, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then also, like, um, we had a family friend of ours who um, worked in um, education setting. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how... And she really helped us, you know? Yeah. Um, that's really how we... That's really the only reason why we um, knew really what we were doing, you know? Yeah. We learned so much from about... her. From... About an IEP. And, um... And so, like I said, in my freshman year, I was in my meeting. And they just keep on talking about how I'm doing so good, so good. And then they're like, and we want to exit Natalia. Mm. And right in that moment, I kid you not, my stomach dropped. <laughs> oh god and like we were we wanted to be happy you know we were yeah but i think we both knew that some that this was not a good thing but they just kept on like you're ready you got this if anything goes wrong we could put you back in mm. no par- no problem we'll give we'll, it to you you will even let you um keep your accommodations for next semester yeah it's like they they kind of act like like, having the IEP take something away from you. Yeah. Which it really doesn't. And, like, if you exit out, you're, like, it's even better, you know? Yeah. They actually said, like, we want kids to be exited out. Yeah. Yeah, that's not... And so we signed the paperwork not knowing any better. Mm. And then things went downhill again. Oh, dear. <laughs> and then second... And then that was my freshman year. And then my sophomore year... Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I could really explain it, you know? Um, some things, like, were good, but at the same time, I wasn't in a good place again. Yeah. Because I no longer had the support I needed. Nobody was checking in on me, you know? I mean, obviously, my parents were, but still, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just a really hard 
Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had meetings and we had a meeting and I was like, look, I'm not okay. You know, um, not just mentally, but like academically, like I, I'm like, I need my accommodations back, you know, mm-hmm. because those things like it wasn't that I just needed it. Mm-hmm. It was that, um, it was a lot of reassurance for me. Yeah. You know, it was that support that I could lean back on if I needed it. Mm-hmm. And so then they were like, okay, yeah, sure. And then we had to tell them again and again, and we really like fought it, you know? And then they were, and then finally they listened. And then, um, I started getting testing again in the end of sophomore year. Actually, one time, over one day over the summer, we actually went to another school here in our city and, um, I got testing there over the summer. I missed a day of um, summer school oh dear. to go do that. That was long. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, um, oh no, two days then. Two days. Yeah, two days. Mm-hmm. And um, then in the beginning, like halfway into sophomore, into junior year, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I finally got my IEP back. Yes. You could say, like, yeah, or, okay. you know, like... <laughs> yes, daughter, yeah. <laughs> oh, I give dear. up. <laughs> I give up. And so, like, um... So, yeah, so I finally got my IP in place, and I feel like things are finally setting, settling down, you know? Because mm-hmm. I felt like once I was getting better, pandemic. Yeah. That makes sense. It, it just shoot me in my legs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm down on the floor. I mean, but you prefer it now, so... Like, you prefer yeah. online schooling. Yeah, because I, a running joke with my mom and I is that, like, because I've joked around saying that I wanted to do online schooling, and she's like, you need the structure of school. Oh, God. And I think, if anything, this kind of shows, like, at the time, yeah, I did, mm-hmm. but now that I'm much better, I could do online school, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there was a point in time where I also wanted online schooling, but I know myself, and I know that I... I'm just not that type of learner. I work so much better when someone is teaching me and I'm, like, face-to-face with a person. Because, hell, I can barely handle calls. So, let alone having to, like, (laughs) teach myself, basically, an entire English or psychology course. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I'm 17 and she still does my doctor calls. Oh, God. (laughs) I have to do my own now. It's so sad. (laughs) She could do them for you, too. It's so scary. I'm just like, hello. I know, right? And, like, oh the other day, God. I went to the doctor, and I was like, wait, Ma, what do I take? And she was like, well, your, your like, your Medi-Cal card, and it was like, your ID. And I was like, are you sure I'll need it? And I go, and, like, they didn't even ask for it. I was just like, oh, okay. But it's good to have it. Yeah. At least, you, like, you know. I remember one time, I forgot what year of high school it was, right? I had to leave a voicemail for my Upward Bound director. Mm-hmm. I completely blacked out. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I don't remember what I said till this day. I don't know what I said. And she calls me back, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Natalia, that is an amazing voicemail. Like, I wish other students <laughs> like, knew how to leave voicemails. And I'm just like, oh, dear. I blacked out. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. And, like, the thing was, I was like, oh, thank you. 
And I and like you know, my mom was proud of me. She's like, "So what did you say?" I was like, "I have no idea." Oh my god! Yeah, I remember asking you, Thalys. Well, what did you say in that voicemail? And you said, "Hi, mom. I don't remember." <laughs> oh dear. But whatever it was that you said, you really impressed your. Yeah, I impressed her. Yeah. Like, she's also a really sweet woman, you know. Like yeah. she's really cool. Well, I I think you should be fine for now because like once I turned eighteen, and my mom was like, "No, you gotta do it, this shit yourself." Yep. <laughs> and like the funny thing, she's is, gonna do that to me. I know she is. You're like when you when you become eighteen and it hits you that you're like, okay, you're legally an adult. Like the most weirdest and randomest things are gonna hit you, and it, like you're gonna be like, "Wow, I'm an, I'm an adult." Like there's one time I was at my internship. And I was eating a sandwich, right? And it had tomatoes in it. And all my life, I hated tomatoes. And I ate the sandwich with the tomatoes in it. And I was like, wow, I'm an adult. <laughs> and what did you think? Wow, this is what I'm missing out on? Yeah. This is a good tomato. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's not that bad. But like, I like tomato mixed into things. I can't like bite into a tomato. Okay, yeah. I can't do that either. Yeah, and I... Like, the, that's, like, the kind of things that are going to hit you. And you're going to be like... Remember, I called you almost crying on my 17th birthday, like, oh, I'm yeah. almost 18! Yeah. Because it's scary. It is! And no, it's I'm not like there's anything, like, coming forth because of it. But, like, it's just, it's kind of scary. But anyways... I still don't have my license. <laughs> I'm almost 19, and I don't either. It's but fine. at least you have an ID. Well, you yeah, guys have true. an excuse. It's COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, they're letting true. people take their driving test now. Oh, we've got to call the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> or you need to call the DMV. <laughs> I'm still a minor. <laughs> I'm still a minor. I, I'm pulling that card. Oh, didn't God. we have to go to the DMV? Because we called and they didn't have an option for help. We don't know what to do. My child has the permit, yeah. but don't know uh-huh. what to do because of the pandemic. Yeah. We're getting off topic. We're I'm, yeah, we're but so, like, yeah, we are. Once once you start college soon, you'll still be able to use your accommodations. Yay! So. Yeah, they remember. Um, I had my IEP meeting just uh, in October. Uh-huh. Uh, funny enough, that's when we originally filmed the um, the this episode uh-huh. <laughs> that week. Um, and like, I've always had anxiety towards my IEP meetings, you know? Yeah, I have Because they always bring in the teacher you're doing worse than. They didn't do that to me, but oh, I was lucky. always so nervous about it because of, like, I, I didn't necessarily have a bad experience like you did where, like, they, like, really screwed you over. Twice. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, with my IEPs, whenever we had the meeting, like, someone always had to say something that just wasn't appropriate or shouldn't have been said wait seriously like in my ninth in in the ninth grade once i finished and i was being i was like the process was getting started for me being like put into a different school mm-hmm. the counselor of the school literally she said in front of my mom in front of my therapist in front of my teachers in front of everybody she was like i think you're faking your anxiety and i was like oh excuse me, what? hell no yeah <laughs> Oh, wow. I wish we knew each other back then <laughs> and that she was there. She would have, like... Yeah, and she thought I was speaking <clears throat> because I, like, there was one specific class, my English class, that I would, at that point, like, I had started ditching a lot. <laughs> I mean, I technically, I technically did that my sophomore year. Yeah. It was just, the only difference is that I was with her. Oh, yeah. 
No, but I started ditching a lot, and there was one class I would ditch every single day, like, oh. no matter what, and okay, it was my my fourth period English class, uh-huh. and that was because I hated the teacher. She oh. couldn't control the kids. They were always really loud, and one of my issues is, like, sensory issues, so, uh-huh. like, the loudness was just too much for me, so I'd always ditch that class at that point, because I was already doing bad Yeah, on You're top like, of that. Point? Yeah. Yeah. Me. So I started ditching and she was like, well, this is the only class you're ditching. And I'm like, no, I've been ditching all these other classes. This is the one class I ditch every day. And I told them it's because of that damn teacher. And they didn't believe me. She still thought I was faking it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's not the only like counselor slash therapist who's like thought that before that I've been faking issues. But that's for our therapy episode. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, like, because of stuff like that, that's what gave me my anxiety of having an IEP. Even though I knew, even, like, towards the end of, like, my high school years, I knew, like, okay, nothing's nothing can go wrong. It's going to be completely fine. I still had that anxiety yeah. build up because I was like, what if somebody says something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've had some bad experiences, actually. Oh, dear. Um, a couple times when I've left the classroom... Mm-hmm. People have literally, literally yelled out at me, they're gonna go cheat. Yeah, that's... Oh. And, like, um, teachers have given me a hard time. Um, I took a summer class one time, and um, this teacher... Um, no, no shade on the program whatsoever. I love this program so much, but um, the program I was a part of... Um, that, so, I didn't do my homework. I, I didn't finish my homework. Um, but I told her, um, you know, if you just give me this extra day, I will have it done and give it to you by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, look, I, and I, I didn't, kept, I didn't just tell her, oh, I didn't want to do it. No, I told her, I was like, look, I had to wait up for my dad. Um, I fell asleep when I got home and then I woke up, I had to wait up for my dad and, um, I just didn't do the work, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't finish the work. And she was like, and she, she, she made it, she, she was like, okay, I'll give you the extension. She goes to my, um, mind you, I did some of the other work that she also assigned. Mm-hmm. She goes up to, um, the person in charge and she's like, she's not doing work. Oh my God. And he comes up to, now mind you, he wants to get to the bottom of this. I have no mm-hmm. problem with that, you know? Because at this point, he thinks, oh, my student isn't doing what they need to. Mm-hmm. He comes up to me. He's like, are you not doing your work? I was like, I did my work. I just didn't do that one assignment. Yeah. And I explained to him everything. And I was like, look, I'm in the process, but I'm allowed to have my accommodations. And he's like, okay. He's like, so I don't see a problem. You could just turn it in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. She, the next day, I turn in the assignment... Yeah. Mind you, I have a USC sweater on because my family, we have history with USC. Mm-hmm. Not just because we're fans of them, but um, mm-hmm. other reasons that we've talked about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, she tells me, you want to go to USC? You can't be doing things like this. And then she's about to say, your mom, but she quickly caught herself and she said, your parents can't go fighting your battles for you. Uh Damn. Now okay, that, hold on, there's more to this. Now, her fiance knew us. Mm-hmm. We didn't really I didn't really know her very well, but we knew her fiance. 
Mm-hmm. And um, we told him that we were fighting the school on my IEP. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound a little similar? Is it just me? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. So I really think that he told her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know and he told yeah, her. Yeah, because she, um, she didn't know anything, really. Yeah. And mind you, she told the cl- my class last year that she has dyslexia and that she was an IEP student. What the hell? So for oh, her God. to do that to me, you know? Yeah. Um, and also, she didn't, she doesn't know, she, she didn't know what was going on in my life at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so I literally kept that in all, and so that whole summer, I had, like, a fear of her. And I was in constant, like, fear because that little thing snowballed into this big fear. And also, there was other things that she did mm-hmm. in the class um, that's not really relevant. But, like, I'm just talking about, like, what um, a teacher not handling a situation correct can do to a student, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and then we finally told the director of the program what happened, um, December, last December. Mm. Okay. And then she wasn't brought back this year. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she, she definitely shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But, yeah. Okay. Well. Mom, do you have anything, like, from a parent's point of view? Of the IEP process? Yeah, I think that um, parents need to be more involved in the IEP, IEPs um, and just uh, know what you're... Um, signing. What you're signing when you're signing those documents. But also... Um, Look at your documents so you can see, so you can know what rights as a parent you have. You have. Because the school won't tell you. School's not going to tell you because yeah. they don't want you to know. Yeah. Like, know. I've had to advocate for, like, um, what I wanted in my accommodations because, like mm-hmm. I said, I still to this day, I have a really hard time focusing. Mm-hmm. Something that helps is music, you know? A, because I'm a really, um, I come from a musical family, but also because um, I my brain is, re- is wired a certain way where music just helps me with um, my emotions, um, focus, just everything, really. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I was like, look, music is the only thing that helps me concentrate when there's a lot of noise around me. And at first they were against it, and I was like, look, I won't have like my earbuds in in the halls, I won't have it when the teacher's talking, but when we're doing individual work and people are being loud around me, because I can't control them. Yeah. At least let me have this, you know? And then also, like, my accommodation, what, another accommodation that um, a pro, the program I'm in, they recommended, um, they were like, can she have breaks if she feels overwhelmed in the mm. middle of, like, class or something? And that was actually something that the school also recommended. Yeah. Um, because I have such a hard time focusing, which to this point, I, I don't think I've really had to use. Yeah. So far, but I know it's there, and that's the whole point, you know, for me. Yeah. And that if you need it, you it's there exactly. for you. Yeah. And. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's all I really have to say. Okay. Well, I'm Liz. And I'm Natalia. And I'm Patty, Natalia's mom. <laughs> and you've been listening to. 
double trouble. Bye. 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 <laughs>